On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, this is exciting. There's a very a very little known source of funding out there that uh, a lot of your past clients have access to or new clients that once they once they know this exists, they could buy a lot more homes. There's a lot of people out there who would buy a ton more properties, specifically investors, if they just knew about this funding source. So we're going to teach you about it so you can teach them about it and you can sell more homes. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses. I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. The leads are weak. You're weak. I've had better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 63 of the Massive Agent Podcast. Thank you for joining. We have an exciting topic today. I learned a lot today, and it really piqued my interest. We're going to be talking about self-directed IRAs. Most agents know about 1031 exchanges, and if you're smart, you've used that knowledge to help more people buy more property, right? But self-directed IRAs are something most people don't know about, or they've heard of it, they don't know how to do it. Well, we're going to talk about how to do it, how it works, and who can use it, in what circumstances they should use them, because so many people have their retirement accounts just sitting there that could be a source of funding. You just have to know how to do it right. So guys, if you're wanting to unlock more buying potential with your current database, this is definitely the show. We have Andrew Martin, who is the founder of of Atlas Financial Strategies down in Florida, and they work nationwide, so don't worry about that. But he is on the show as our expert today to talk about self, self-directed self IRAs. This is a great, great, great show. If you are new to the show, my name is Dustin Brome, your host. I am a national speaker, trainer, and coach on all things real estate marketing. I am a realtor in Salt Lake City with eXp Realty. I'm the co-founder of the Industry Syndicate. That's real estate's very first media company. We are, of course, a proud founding member of the Industry Syndicate. Go check out more podcasts, flash briefings, and video shows that are similar to this one over at industrysyndicate.com. We're very proud of what we're doing over there, and we're just getting started. Um, I am, of course... The uh, also the founder of the Massive Agent Society. If you're new to the show, this is our uh, this is our our lead generation training and support program. All right, so I see so many agents and loan officers they spend so much damn time and money trying to figure out Facebook ads, and I know because I was one of those people. It took me took me years to figure it out. I spent you know tens of thousands of dollars on Facebook ads trying to perfect it. And I watched YouTube videos and I read articles and I tested and I tested some more. Well, wouldn't it be nice had I just basically like learned from someone else who had already done it rather than figuring it out for myself? It would have saved me a crap load of money. And guess what? I would have had a ton of business coming in much sooner. So there's there's the choice, you know, do you do it yourself to save a little bit of money, but then the the cost there is lost opportunity, like it's going to take a lot longer and lost deals in the meantime, or do you spend a little bit of money, learn how to do it right now, and we teach you how to, we actually give you a database of proven Facebook ads that you can just copy and paste, like, oh, I'll take this one for buyers, I'll take this one for sellers, copy, paste, as long as you follow it to the T, like we tell you, it works. I have not seen anyone that this doesn't work for. If they follow it literally to the T, you just need access to the database and the massive agent society uh, has that. So you know, stop spending so much time and money finding, finding an ad that works, spend it responding to your leads. All right, go to massiveagentsociety.com to check that out. All right, before we get into the show, I really, real quick, I want to thank today's sponsor, Audible. If you guys go right now to massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book, I want you to check out the the deal that Audible is is hooking up Massive Agent listeners with. This is for first-time Audible users only, but you can go get Seth Godin's new book called This Is Marketing. All right, now any book Audible has, you can get. But the book of the week this week is This Is Marketing by Seth by Seth Godin. Seth Godin is a marketing – he's like the marketing guy. We all know Gary Vee and talk about Gary Vee. Seth Godin has been doing it longer and he's more well-known in more corners of the business world. So his book, This Is Marketing, is really – it's all about how to build trust and permission with your target market the art of positioning, deciding not only who your product or service is for but who it's not for. And 
here's why I like this book so much. It's current. Okay. This, we live in a different world than it was five years ago. We live in a very, very different world than it was five, 10 years ago. And this book breaks down why the old approaches to advertising and branding and marketing, they don't work anymore. And it, it talks about what does work. Uh, you know, why, why, and I, and I know this is cliche, but this book breaks it down so well. Why helping others become who they want to be or, or help them do what they're trying to do or, or whatever, help them solve a problem by, by focusing on that, you then build your business. You then build success by doing that. So you have to approach, you have to approach marketing and branding and sales differently than you did five and 10 years ago, because we have a society that have changed. Go to massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book, where you can get, this is marketing by Seth Godin for free and a 30 day free trial. And here's what's awesome about this. Even if you decide to cancel the free trial and you do not become a paid Audible member, you get to keep the free audiobook. Okay. You get a free audiobook that you get to keep whether you decide to be a long-term customer of Audible or not. Go check that out right now. Massiveagentpodcast.com slash free book. Okay. So today's show, Andrew Martin, founder and president of Atlas Financial Strategies. We sit down with him to talk about self-directed IRAs. If you have been in the invest investment side of the industry at all, you've probably heard of self-directed IRAs, but you probably don't know exactly how they work, exactly how to use them, what rules and regulations surround them. Because I mean, basically, if you have a retirement account with money sitting in there, and it could be in a a 401k, a Roth IRA, a traditional IRA, SEP IRA, whatever, any retirement account, if your money's in there, you could actually use it by using self-directed IRAs, by, by learning this strategy, you can use your retirement funds to buy real estate. And it's not just I mean, there's other investments as well. It's not just real estate that it's limited to. So this is such a powerful thing. I've had past clients that, you know, they're like, well, I, I want to buy a property, but I don't want to liquidate my retirement account because then I'll, you know, I'll take a tax hit on that. Well, had I known back then how a self-directed IRA works, I could have showed them how they can keep that in their retirement account, use it, and then have all the tax benefits that come from it. Like you could be buying and holding and, and renting and flipping property within a Roth IRA for God's sakes and have all the tax benefits. This is really good stuff. So let's talk to Andrew and see how we do this. All right, guys, I'm sitting here with Andrew Martin, founder and president of Atlas Financial Strategies. This is this is exciting stuff because we've all, as agents and loan officers, we've all heard of um, 1031 exchanges and and we know that they're a great way to help more people buy more property, right? Well, this is something Andrew's going to be teaching us uh, this whole other source of funding that so many people have just sitting there that they don't know they can use to buy property and they don't realize how many tax advantages there are. So Andrew, thank you so much for being on the Massive Agent Podcast and coming here to edumacate us agents today. Andrew, welcome. Um, How's it going? It's great, Dustin. I appreciate you having me. I'm, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, yeah, this is good stuff. I, I love learning new strategies or new t- learning about new tools or new, just new things that most other agents don't know about that can help more people buy more homes more often. And so, if if you as an agent know about this stuff, and you don't need to be an expert, you know, look. And as agents, we don't it. it we do not want to be giving tax advice. We do not want to be giving legal advice, but to know what can be done and then know the right person to point your client to, that's the key. So we're going to get you up to speed. Andrew, real quick, tell us about yourself. Um, you know, what is Atlas Financial Strategies? And, and then let's get into this, this amazing tool that agents can use to help more people buy homes. Sure. So I'm, I'm based on out of Pensacola, Florida. I'm born and raised in Pensacola. Um, Atlas Financial Strategies is my firm where I do fee-based financial planning uh, for individuals and businesses. And so I have a team of about 40 professionals, which includes tax planning, estate planning, business planning attorneys, CPAs, CFPs, which are certified financial planners, uh, CFA, which are certified financial analysts, CVA, which is certified valuation analyst, and some supporting staff. And, and I'll so, certainly remember all of that, I'm sure. Right, right. I'll, there'll be a test afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, point is, is that, uh, uh, you know, that allows us to do very, very high level planning 
Um, and just about any situation we run into, we can handle one way or, one way or another. Love it. Love it. And, and then how did you, do you mostly work with real estate agents or do you work with everybody? I mean, how did you get to this point here with being on the Massive Agent Podcast to teach us about this strategy? Well, so one thing, I like giving good information. I like being the source. I, you know, I, I like being able to give people information and they go, huh, I didn't know that. You know, and I'm the reason that. So it, it's just the adding value thing. It's just the, um, you know, positioning myself as, as an expert and then also giving people the tools, hopefully, to go out and, um, you know, help themselves and others with that information. Um, so I, I've found, you know, I have a lot of friends that are uh, real estate agents, a lot of friends and clients that are real estate agents and brokers or, uh, you know, in and around that industry. And, um, you know, when I bring up to them, uh, what we're about to talk about today, a, a lot of them, you know, kind of, you ever seen a, a puppy cock its head, you know, when you're talking to it, they oh, kind of yeah. give you that little like, what? Right. You know, they have no idea what I'm talking about. And then when I explain it to them, they go, holy crap, I didn't know that that was an option. So, um, you know, that's really what this is about. I think real real estate agents and brokers or people in and around the industry should know how this stuff works. Again, not having to be an expert in it, but have enough knowledge to uh, to know that it's an option, to at least know the ins and outs a little bit of, of you know, how it works and to be able to, um, you know, be able to relay that to somebody. And again, it, I think in, in the eyes of your clients, it will separate you from the other people in your industry. It will you know, position you as the expert and the go-to person and, you know, the person that has the knowledge that they, you know, they come to the well to drink periodically. Absolutely. And, and when I learned about 1031 exchanges, that helped me to sell more homes and, and help more people in a mm-hmm. way that they're so grateful for. I mean, when you learn, a, when you teach somebody a new way to do something better that saves them money or, you know, unlocks uh, the possibility of doing something that they didn't think they could do, they're grateful for it. And so just learning about 1031s has helped me, but this, this is cool. So I learned about this and I'll let you kind of tell everyone what this, what this is called and how it works. But I, I first heard about this five, six years ago, um, you know, through the Real Estate Investor Association and, and all of that. And I know just enough to be dangerous. I know, you know, I don't have one put together, but it sounds fairly simple. Andrew, tell, tell the peeps, of the Massive Agent Podcast, what is this strategy or what is this tool? How does it work? And how can they, uh, how can they increase the potential buyer pool that they have by educating people on this? Sure. So, you know, the strategy that I'll discuss today is going to help people. And this is for people who are real estate investors, not somebody who's buying their first home or something like that. This is for, uh, you know, somebody who is serious about real estate investing. And this is a way to do that. And one of, if not the most tax advantaged way that there is to invest in real estate. Um, So I'll kind of start by saying, hopefully what we're accomplishing today and kind of what my mission is here is to arm real estate agents or people in the industry with this knowledge because it's very important. As any real estate agent knows, there are tons of real estate agents and and the, the million dollar question is, how do you separate yourself from the noise? How do you separate yourself from everybody else and be that person um, that is, you know, the undisputed expert in and around your area and the person that if you want the best real estate help you get, you go to this person. So I'll start by saying, you know, a large part of, you know, what I do with my time, I spend 12 to 15 hours a week on reading and research and I'm constantly on my, on my Facebook page and stuff I'll put out and it's just information. It's not advice or anything like that. It's just information on, uh, and pretty high level information on here's what's going on. Um, you know, here's what's going on with the economy or the stock market or, or just, you know, whatever it is, something that I think people will find interesting. Um, but I, I'm able to find that information and give it to people by doing that research. Um, and, you know, I think in the eyes of a, of a lot of people, or at least from, you know, the, the comments I get from the information that I give, um, you know, at least the goal is, is to position myself as the expert. Um, and so that's, I, I just would encourage real estate agents, um, you, you know, on your social media and your other platforms, uh, you know, become a student of what you're doing and spend time reading and researching and 
and you know, find little unknown things like this. So, you know, it doesn't have to be this, but this can be one of them. But find little unknown things where you can kind of drip it out there and give people information where people go, huh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. And you were the person that gave them that information. And you all of a sudden became like, they're going to think, well, no other. I've never heard any other real estate agent or anybody else say this. And yeah. now you're positioning yourself as the expert. So that's what, this is one piece of information. There's tons of, you know, other things, but this is one of those things that I'm hoping that armed with this information, this will help you position yourself as an expert in your community, in your clients and, and your prospective clients' minds uh, and really elevate yourself above the other real estate agents in your area. Yeah, so it gives you a competitive advantage for sure. Exactly. So, so what gonna, is it? how does it work? Sure. So, um, you know, what it's called is a self-directed retirement account. So I'll just say self-directed IRA to keep things simple, but it could be a self-directed 401k, a self-directed SEP IRA, simple IRA, traditional IRA, Roth IRA, whatever. So I'm, when I say self-directed IRA, it can be, you know, just about any kind of retirement account, but just to keep things simple. Gotcha. I'm just okay. going to say self-directed IRA. So, you know, what this is, a lot of people don't know, real estate agents included, that you can invest in real estate and get all the tax within your IRA or within your retirement account and get all the tax advantages that that retirement account would give you. So, you know, think about being able to, you know, if you're flipping properties, think about, you know, the gains that you make on that flip, not having to pay taxes on it right away. Yeah, um, so that's a big hit. That's a big tax. That's hit. A, that's a huge if you could take if you could take all that money and reinvest it as opposed to taking a portion of that money after taxes to reinvest, think about the compounded effect over a long period of time, right? If you made $50,000 on a flip, but you had to pay 20% taxes on it, I'm just making up numbers, but if you had to pay 20% taxes on it, well, you paid 10 grand of taxes, so you got 40,000 to reinvest, right? Rental income, if you're getting, you know, $5,000 a month in rental income from your properties, and that's taxed, again, I'm making up numbers at 20%, then only 40, oh, excuse me, only $4,000 of that can you take and reinvest, right? So, I mean, within your retirement account, think about being able to, uh, you know, reinvest all of that money, all of, the, all of the gains or the income that you're getting from these properties, and think about the compounded effect that that could, ha- that that could have over years or even decades. That's, well, that's crazy, yeah, because, I mean, if you're not investing within an IRA or 401k or whatever, yeah, that tax hit just eats away. And those are, it's not like it's 3%. Like right. you're right. What, 15, 20% is what you're paying in tax or something like that? Or is yeah, it so it depend- yeah. So it, it depends. So it can be short-term capital gains or long-term capital gains. Um, it, it really just depends. But I mean, even if it's 15%, you know, if you're like, well, I made you know, to keep math simple, I made $10,000 on this flip. No, you didn't. You made 8,500 after taxes. If it's a 15% tax, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, it looks like you made 10,000, but no, you didn't. You're taking home 8,500. Right. Exactly. Uh, okay. So that's interesting. So if I have a Roth IRA and, and if I, I, I think I have this right. So a Roth, you pay taxes on the seed and not on the crop. Right. So that's exactly. That's a good way to put it. That's right. I'll thank Dave Ramsey for that. I, I believe I learned <laughs> that from him. But you're taxed on the money uh, when it goes in, and then all the returns grow tax free forever. Uh, right. Traditional is that's different. Right. Uh, but so if I have 400k in a Roth, I I liquidate whatever I whatever investments, and now I have 400k in cash in my Roth IRA. I could do this self directed option and. Mm-hmm basically write a check from my IRA to buy a property? That's right. Yeah, and so I'll say for a lot Holy of real shit. estate agents out there, a lot of, you're not going to run into a lot of people. Most people have their money in a pre-tax account that's going to be taxable. So like a traditional IRA, traditional yeah. 401k, SEP IRA, whatever. So just so you know, if you run into somebody and they're like, well, I would rather you know invest within, you know, in properties within a Roth IRA, but I don't have a Roth IRA. Well, you can convert part or all of your pre-tax accounts to a Roth IRA. So in other words, you had half a million dollars in your traditional IRA that's, you know, taxable. And you're like, well, I'd like to do, you know, I'd really like to invest in it within a Roth. Well, then you can convert part of, part or all of that money over into a Roth IRA. You know, you'd have to pay taxes on whatever portion you convert, but there are no penalties or anything. Um, but then you can take that money and invest it in properties or anything else that you want. And then never have to pay taxes on the gains. So just to talk about, just on your point, to talk about the power of a Roth IRA, let me just say for everybody listening, answer this question to yourself. Over the next 20 or 30 years, do you think taxes will go up or down? 
Yeah, they're obviously going up. Most people, yeah, most people say up, and I agree with them. Now we really don't know. There's a lot of factors that play into it, but if you just look at where, you know, where where the uh, look at what's being proposed, right? I mean, just let's look at the fiscal state of the United States, right? Yeah. But point is, is that um, you know, to be able to imagine investing in a property, flipping properties, flipping it over and over and over, never having to pay taxes on those gains. Imagine having rental income from these properties that you never have to pay taxes on. That almost sounds too good to be true. So I can't wait till you uh, expand a little bit on on how it works because this, like, this is so freaking powerful, and it's something I'd kind of forgotten about. Um, you know, because like, oh, cool, you could do this self directed thing, you could do ten thirty one, but like, th- this is this is a big deal. Yeah, and it, you know, ten thirty ones are great too, and you know, people should should utilize them if uh, you know. Uh, under the right circumstances, but, and and people should only use self-directed IRAs under the right circumstances too. So, you know, people should realize that this is retirement money. If you're going to invest in properties within a IRA or some sort of retirement account, this is retirement money. This is money that you can access after age 59 and a half, as far as starting to draw the money out and use it and spend it. Gotcha. And that's an important distinction. So like if you're, if you are wanting to start a house flipping business and that is your uh, that's how you make a living now. This sounds like this is not the this this is not for you. No, right. If you want to invest in properties and whether you flip them or rent them or whatever else or whatever else, and if you want to, again, the compounded effect, not having to pay taxes on the rental income to reinvest, not having to pay taxes on the gains on a flip to reinvest, the compounded effect of that over years is enormous. Um, but again, that money does have to stay in there and be reinvested and. You know everything, or at least stay within the IRA until age fifty nine and a half or after, and then you can access it without any kind of penalties. Uh, so it is retirement money because there are people out there who like to invest in real estate, you know, let's say rentals, and use that rental income now to supplement their income or whatever else. This ain't right. for those people. Gotcha. Okay, so that's important to note. Nonetheless, if it's if it's money in someone's retirement account already, that's what mm-hmm. they're using it for. So th- so this is awesome. Um, right. Yeah, I, I actually have a couple past clients that I know have large retirement accounts that we've talked about, you know, how can they do more with it in terms of real estate? And so, like, give, give us the goods, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here. Sure. So, I think, I think, and real estate agents will know this better than anybody, but, you know, a lot of people would prefer to invest in real estate as opposed to stocks, bonds, mutual funds, everything else. So, I mean, you know, the stock market sucked last quarter, December yeah. in particular, and so it's fresh on people's minds and, you know, people just get kind of disenfranchised with the stock market a lot of times because they can't handle the ups and downs. Um, so not saying that people shouldn't invest in the stock market. People should diversify uh, as much as they can and they should, you know, for most people invest, you know, in stocks, bonds, mutual funds and other, other types of assets. Um, so, you know, again, be, be careful. People shouldn't be too overly concentrated in one, any, in any one, you know, type of asset. Um, but, point is, is that people like investing in real estate because it's a good store of value. Um, you know, it, it's for the most part, uh, depending on what types of properties, it's appreciable. Um, if it's income producing, you generally, again, depending on the situation, can produce more income from real estate than you can a lot of other places, you know, like, like bonds or dividend paying stocks or whatever. So, um, you know, it can be a very good addition. And so, you know, to your point, Dustin, you have those clients that have money in their retirement accounts. I'm sure they would love to invest in properties uh, with that retirement account money if they just knew how. So they're they're worried about, well, tag on, I got to pull this money out and pay taxes on it and everything else. And then, you know, no, no, you don't. You can invest in properties within the IRA, uh, not have to pay taxes on it, um, you know, and get all the tax advantages that the IRA gives you. So, you know, by being able to go, so, you know, it, a lot of real estate agents sitting out there, they have people that want to invest in real estate, but maybe they don't have the cash to do it. Uh, maybe they're kind of tapped out on credit, right? And they're having a hard time getting, you know, getting loans to, you know, to uh, to help them invest in real estate. Well, that person might also have $500,000 in their IRA or 401k. That's just sitting there that they have no idea that they can help, that they can invest in real estate with it. And so if you, you know, if you just pose the question, do you have, you know, you want to invest in real estate, correct? Yes. Do you have money in your retirement account? Yes. Okay. Did you know that you could use that money and invest in real estate within your IRA and get all the same tax advantages that that, that retirement account gives you. And I love that. And that's a great idea for like a Facebook post or an Instagram story to to your potential clients. 
Yep. Ask those questions. Say, hey, do you have a retirement account? Did you know you could use those funds to invest in in real estate? And and then you just have to know, like, you know, how to get that done. So that's it. Just set the hook. Just yeah, you would be surprised yeah. if if everybody listening to this made that Facebook post. Hey, did you know? You know, for those that want to invest in real estate, did you know that you can use your retirement account to invest in real estate? and get all the tax advantages, get all the same tax advantages that your retirement account gives you. That's all you got to post or, you know, co- you know, uh, reach out to me for more information or, or whatever. Um, but, and you would be surprised people that maybe have never commented on your stuff have never, I mean, you, you would be surprised and maybe not even right then. Cause I, um, you know, I made a post about that uh, a while back and uh, you know, like two weeks later I had uh, somebody reach out to me that, uh, they, you know, they live in a totally different state. Um, I'm in Florida. They live in South Carolina and she screenshotted the the message and sent it to me. She was like, Hey, is this real? Can you do this? And I was like, yeah, really? you know, absolutely. Wow. Let me, you know, we set up an appointment and they're clients now. You know what I mean? So that's um, huge. It's, yeah. Cause you're planting yeah. seeds when you, when you post stuff like that, even though obviously your objective is to get people to reach out to you, you're planting a seed. And, and to your point, you know, you had somebody reach out weeks later. I've had the same thing happen. People I haven't heard from since high school that I don't think they've ever uh, engaged with any social media content. And then I'll just randomly get a message. Hey, you know, I've been following you. I see you're doing, you know, cool stuff and, you know, speaking here and blah, blah, blah. Uh, We're ready to sell our house. Like they are paying attention. So plant those seeds, plant those seeds. And this one hell of a seed. Yeah. And it could be months or a year later. Like people might remember that and go, huh, that's interesting. And then a year later they may go, you know what? I, uh, you know, I remember Dustin posted something about that. Let me reach out to him and and see, you know, and you're going to get this weird message like, Hey, I think I remember you posting something about this. This might be something, you know, it might be a, a year later. Um, so people are seeing it, whether you, you know, think they are or not, whether they're liking it or commenting on it or whatever. But like you said, Dustin, you're planting seeds um, that, you know, will come to, will, will bear fruit at some point. Well, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here and I'm, I'm writing down some questions that I have. So if so, if you have someone reach out to you and they're like, yes, you know, I have 400,000 in, in my account, how do I do this? So can they just, is this something they can do themselves uh, in their current IRA? Is a self-directed IRA like an additional product? How does that work? Yeah. So a person can do it on their own. I kind of, because of all of the rules. And so look guys, there's a lot of rules. And if you screw up a rule, it no longer becomes an IRA. It becomes a withdrawal for that year and you'll pay taxes and penalties accordingly. It becomes a nightmare. It's, it's a huge nightmare. So yeah. it's very important that you could represent you, yourself in court too. I, I don't recommend right. <laughs> right, right. So it's, it's very important that you do it right. So yes, people can do it themselves. There are people who are just, you know, staunch do it themselves and they really need to make sure to read some literature and read some books before they do that and really make sure they're, they're doing it right. Or, you know, they can reach out to a professional. I help clients with it so they could reach out to me if they'd like. I have clients all I have clients in Hawaii and Alaska and all over the I mean, you know, I can work, work with anybody anywhere. Um, but if they would rather work with somebody local, you know, maybe you take the initiative um, and find somebody in your area and kind of have them in your back pocket, somebody that you know can do it. Um, you know, so if that does come up or use me or again somebody local. Some people just prefer to to use somebody local, but have somebody in your back pocket that you can say, "Yes, let me get you in touch with this person." But I digress. So point is, is that, yes, so people can do it by them, uh, can do it themselves, but to be able to have a self-directed IRA and invest in real estate within it, um, you have to use a special kind of custodian. And so when I say custodian, most people think of like, you know, Fidelity or Vanguard or, you know, uh, you know, these different companies that they have their IRAs or 401ks with. Um, so those are custodians. Uh, but most custodians don't allow you to invest in real estate within the IRA. So you have to use a kind of custodian that does allow you to invest in real estate within the IRA. So you have to do your research there uh, to make sure you find a custodian who, um, you know, the fees aren't, aren't outrageous and that is responsive. I've had a client that before they were a client, they had a self-directed IRA and um, they were using a custodian that, you know, we, we that we don't use. 
and they lost out on a deal because the custodian did not uh, did not send the check for the house in time. Um, which which brings me to my second thing. Um, there's a self directed IRA, um, but a more potentially efficient way to do it is by using the IRA LLC method. So let me talk about just a self-directed IRA first. Nice. So if you open up a self-directed IRA with custodian ABC, um, what you do is that you open up the self-directed IRA there, you roll your current retirement plan into a retirement plan with them. There's no taxes or penalties for doing that. Um, And then it's with that custodian. And then from there, you can purchase these properties, but the way you have to go about doing it is everything has to be at arm's length, right? So if you wanted to buy, you know, property on 123 Main Street, you have to send a signed letter of instruction to your custodian to say, you know, I'm buying 123 Main Street, you know, send a check here for this amount and everything else, and then they have to process it and send a check and do all that. Right. And then some of the rules are you can't do any repairs on the properties. Right. So in other words, if it needed, uh, yep. If it needed painting or if it needed, uh, you know, so let me get into that in just a little bit. But point is, is that, you know, if you needed a plumber, so if a plumber came and fixed, you know, did a job for you and you needed to pay him 500 bucks, then you have to send another line, a signed letter of instruction to the custodian and they write the check and send it to the, right. So it's just, you know, it's extra steps and you can get bogged down with it. So the, IRA LLC method, what you do is you have your self-directed IRA, you create a new LLC. So this cannot be an LLC that you currently own. You create a new LLC that is owned by the IRA. You position yourself as the non-compensated manager. Very important. You do not get any compensation by being, you know, from this LLC. You position yourself as a salary or, or whatever. Yes, nothing, okay. nothing. No salaries, no draws, no nothing. Gotcha. Um, so you will position yourself as a non-compensated manager. Then you send a letter of instruction to the self-directed IRA telling them to write a check for any or all of the value of your IRA to the LLC, to the LLC's bank account. You put it in the LLC's bank account. And then from there, since you are the non-compensated manager, then you are able to write checks to purchase properties. You are able to write checks to pay plumbers and that kind of stuff. Right, so remove that middleman and kind of gives you more freedom and flexibility, uh, which a lot, of, which a lot of people appreciate, and can cut down down on fees as well. Um, and because the LLC is owned by the IRA, you know anything that comes, you know, in and out of the IRA bank account um, keeps that same tax status that the IRA does. Um, so, in other words, like if if you know. If you wrote a $100,000 check to purchase a property, you did whatever repairs on it or whatever you needed to do, and you flipped it and you sold it for $150,000, the $150,000 all has to go back to the LLC's bank account. If you're renting properties, the rental income has to go to the LLC's bank account, right? Um, So it's very important that you cannot get any compensation from that LLC and all of the money, all the money being made has to stay within that LLC's bank account because the IRA owns that LLC, right? So that makes sense. Um, Otherwise, you'd be drawing from your retirement account, basically. That's exactly that's okay. Exactly right. Yeah. Can so, you do this in all you know, fifty U.S. states? Yep. Sweet. Yep. Um, and so, look, some of the some of the rules are, and the, the I don't even know if I want to get into all of the rules because you know for the agents. I'm not saying that they don't need to know this information, but it might just bog them down. But I'll just say there's yeah. there's a lot of rules. You got to make sure to do it right. Um, yes, you know a person a person needs to really understand the rules and how it works. Because again, and that's why. So like my my clients that work with me on this, um, I'll give them uh, some information to reference. So like if they have a self directed IRA with me, like here here's this information. Before you do anything, you either reference this. So first of all, read it. Take the time to read it. But then, you know, when something comes up, reference this before you do anything. Or you can call us and we'll be able to, you know, before you do anything, if you think you might, you know, accidentally screw something up, call us first. We'll get, we'll let you know if that's something you can do or not. Um, if we can't give you the information right away, you know, either me or, or, you know, one of our attorneys or somebody on staff will be able to get the information for you, you know, within a couple of days and we'll, we'll let you know. But point is, is that, um, 
you don't want to make a mistake because if you got $500,000 in the IRA and you screw up and break one of the rules, then that becomes a withdrawal for that year. And, you know, now you're paying taxes and penalties on, you know, $500,000. So, yeah, uh, this is not something I'd even want to entertain the thought of messing with myself. Um, I I mean, I don't do my taxes myself. I don't, you know, if I ever had to go to court, I wouldn't represent myself. I'm not a psychopath (laughs) like Ted Bundy or something. Right. So no, you hire a professional that knows what the hell they're doing and then they make your life easier by doing it the right way. Um, So, and this is, so if somebody, if I have a client, they're like, hey, I have this retirement account. I would like to buy some property with it. How do I do it? This is something that we just reach out to Atlas Financial and and you guys and and you handle everything or a portion of everything or yeah. how does that yeah, work? So, so we're obviously not helping them. We can't. We're we're not real estate experts and you know, so we're not helping them pick which properties to buy. Um you know, that's that, right. That's our job. That's up to them and right. That's that's up to the client and you. Uh, as a real estate agent to, you know, to help them with that. Yeah. Um, so in that, terms of the self-directed, uh, the self-directed retirement account. That's right. So we'll, we'll help them get everything set up. Uh, if they want to do just a traditional self-directed IRA method, or if they would rather use the IRA LLC method, which most people do just cause they, you know, um, uh, and also one other thing is you just, one of the rules that I think is important. You cannot um, manage the properties yourself. You have to have it professionally managed. Interesting. Okay. Yep. So just another little rule um, that you you need to know. And again, there's a ton, but just something that people are going to want to ask or you need to know to tell them because, you know, some people like managing the properties themselves and that's, that's a big no, no. Um, So yeah, they, again, we'll, we will help them, uh, you know, kind of, kind of suss through the tax, legal, and financial implications of what they're doing. And so, again, everything has to be part of a financial plan. So, you know, it, it's, not, it's not as easy as like, oh, hey, call us and we're just going to help you with that. We, we can't. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, our, we will do a full-fledged formal financial plan and that will be part of it because before, before we can recommend to somebody that you should, you know, take your retirement account, invest it all in real estate, we have to make sure that, you know, from a risk profile, this is going to fit what you're doing. From a retirement planning and income planning profile, this is going to fit what you're doing. Like, it has to fit the financial plan. And the only way to do that is to do a full formal financial plan. And so that's that's the process with us, at least, is that we will do the full formal financial plan. We will have our attorneys, CPAs, and CFPs, um, you know, take a look at everything uh, to make sure that everything, and, and it's super in-depth. Um, we actually do what's called a Monte Carlo analysis which a Monte means that we Carlo take a look analysis. at what you cur- yeah like the car right <laughs> nice. so yeah Monte Carlo analysis and so what it is is it takes a look at you know what you currently have going on and what you're currently doing uh, and then whatever your plans are or whatever you're trying to achieve and runs literally a thousand different potential outcomes a thousand different variables and gives you a statistical probability of based on what you're doing and what your current plans are you have a and I'm making these numbers up you have a 78% chance of reaching your retirement goals or you know using retirement as an example uh, and so we're able to look at okay well we're not happy with 78%. So we need to tweak this, change this, do that. And then this gives us a 96% chance of reaching your retirement goals. Um, and so anyways, that's, you know, that's the kind of stuff wow. we have to do to be able to comfortably tell somebody, yes, this is, this is a good fit for what you're trying to do. This fix, this fits your risk profile. This fits your, you know, your investment, your, your time horizon and, and uh, risk tolerance. And, you know, from, uh, from an income planning perspective or from a retirement planning perspective, this fits. So yes, this is, you know, this is a good fit for you. Um, we'll help you, you know, get everything set up. We'll help you make sure you're not breaking any of the rules. Um, and then throughout the year or through, you know, throughout our time together, uh, um, you know, me and my team are here to where if you have questions, like before you do anything, call us, make sure that that's, you know, you're not making a mistake um, and not breaking any of the rules. And we'll, right. you know, that's what we're here so it, once you have a self-directed, like let's say you choose a self-directed Roth IRA or you do the LLC thing, um, is that something you set up once and then it's good or do you have to like maintain it on an annual basis? What what does that look like? Yeah, no, I mean, you, you set it up and then, you know, uh, um, obviously it's being managed by, you know, the, the client and the real estate agent or whoever is helping them purchase properties. 
because obviously, you know, if you're flipping properties and you're, you're doing whatever you're doing with that and flipping properties and hopefully, you know, um, you know, reapplying that money to another property or if you're renting, uh, you know, you're taking that income and hopefully reinvesting in everything else. And so I'll, I'll say um, this is a big question. So yes, you can, um, you know, get a loan or get a mortgage within the IRA on properties. Um, but ideally, you would want to have enough in your retirement account to be able to pay cash for these properties, right? And so the reason I say that is because you are able to get a loan, but it has to be what's called a non-recourse loan. There is an extra tax uh, associated with that. It's not like a percentage. There's a calculation you have to do, but um, there's an extra tax associated with it if you have, uh, you know, if you have loans on the property. So again, ideally, you would want to be able to pay cash for the properties, you also want to make sure that you maintain, so there's a, a kind of a rule of thumb is a 75-25. So, you know, don't spend more than 75%, you know, always keep 25% or so of the value of your IRA liquid. So only deploy 75% or so on purchasing properties because, of course, the properties, for the most part, are non-liquid. So you want to have that 25% there or so because if you had, as an example, if you had $5,000 in your retirement account, and the property, because you spent all but $5,000 on a property, and that property needs a new roof, and that roof costs $15,000, well, you are in quite a pickle because you can't use your own personal money on any repairs on these properties. All the money spent on the property has to come from the IRA. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so you know, if you had $5,000 left in the IRA and you needed $15,000 for a new roof, well, then you are up the creek, my friend. You know what I mean? So you, you want to keep a, a, you know, a reasonable amount of liquid money in your retirement account for such instances so you don't get yourself in some sort of pickle. And that, yeah, extra, amount, yeah. that extra amount can be invested. It you know, doesn't have to just sit there in cash doing nothing. It can be invested in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, CDs, you know, whatever it is you want. So it's not just sitting there doing nothing. Um, but you got to keep a certain amount liquid because all all the money spent on these properties have to come from the IRA. You can't use personal money. Uh, I guess depending on the amount, though, you could make a, an IRA contribution and then use that for the repairs as long as it's not more than whatever the contribution limit is, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. th- you know, the new rule is if you're, so 2019's numbers is it, if you're under age 50, you can contribute $6,000 a year to a traditional or a Roth IRA. Um, if you're over the age of 50, you get an extra thousand dollar catch up. So $7,000 a year. So that's not a whole lot. You know, if you're talking about new roofs, um, 401ks, you can contribute up to 19,000 or, you you know, and you get an extra, I think 6,000 catch up if you're over 50. Um, so that's more than SEP IRAs depending on your tax situation. And this is a a CPA question, but I think you can contribute up to almost $60,000, 50 something thousand dollars. I think almost 60,000 or right around 60, but, uh, uh, anyway, so, you know, to your point, yes, you can, but you, you just want to, you know, you just want to make sure you're not getting yourself in any kind of trouble. No, that that's good advice. And these are things that are so important to know going in. And obviously, uh, like, we're not going to remember all of these details as agents. Right. Um, you know, even though I'm all excited about it, some of the details will fade. But that's why you have a go-to team, a go-to company, a go-to person to handle this for you, for your clients, whoever. So you can just let your clients know. And again, do those Facebook posts, do those Instagram stories, do those videos where you just like plant the seed and let people know, hey, this is possible if you want to learn out how, or if you want to find out how, let's talk. And then refer them over to Atlas Financial or whoever. But um Andrew, I, I do have a question. Um, yes, sir. You were talking about the, this fancy Monte Carlo analysis deal that makes me think of James Bond in like <laughs> Casino Royale or whatever. Right. Um, you know, and, and of course you think of like big money when you think of Monte Carlo. Um, I guess, so what's good about that is, and refreshing, is that you're not just taking people's money to set up this self-directed thing and not really caring if it works for them or not. But on the other hand, it sounds like it's more expensive when you're going that in depth. Can you give us some sort of estimate, some sort of ballpark, some sort of idea on you know how much this costs to get set up, and um, you know is it feasible for most people? I mean, speak to 
to the cost of doing this in the short sure. term that is yeah so I, I can only speak for you know the cost associated with me and my team helping somebody do a plan and so this is going to be a, a pretty wide range but it's anywhere from 2500 a year to 25000 a year and so it just depends on uh, you know like if i owned a construction business and somebody wanted me to come bid a job for them i have to decide how many man hours is this going to take you know what all is this going to take to complete this job and I have to bid it accordingly so I'm not, you know, losing money by spending a ton of, you know, by making $5 an hour because I've spent, yeah. you know, because I'm spending way more time on this than I'm being compensated. So uh, yeah. we, can either char- we can either charge per hour or, you know, for the plan. And so the financial planning fee, if it's an upfront fee, basically buys us for the year. Um, but, it, you know, and it just depends on how complicated the situation is. So I will say, I mean, most average people are somewhere between 2500 and 7500 a year. Gotcha. So, and, and really, you know, even a, a larger percentage of those people are between 2500 and 5000 a year. Um, so, you know, uh, the, the more than that usually is either, you know, somebody who is, you know, very wealthy and has a lot going on as far as, you know, very complicated planning, a lot of moving parts or, you know, businesses where, of course, there's a ton of moving parts and a ton of things to consider and it just takes a lot of time. Um, and then I also have clients as well that are more um, high maintenance than others. You know, I have some clients that's like, no. hey, look, you know, just <laughs> do your thing. Call me if you need me. You know, call me if something needs to change or, you know, we'll get together next year and that's fine. I got some clients that, you know, they want me to at least call them once a month. I got clients that need, you know, want me to meet with them once a month or once a quarter, you know, so, and so it's a relationship. So we, you know, we have to have that conversation of, we need to set expectations up front. You know, what is it you need from us? Now, having said that, we also don't charge, like if we charge somebody $5,000 for an annual financial planning fee and, um, you know, we, we produced a plan for them. And then six months later they call us and they say, Hey, we got this going on. You know, I need one of your attorneys or one of your CPAs or somebody to, to, you know, or you or whoever to, you know, spend some time helping with. There's not an extra charge for that. Like that's, that's baked into the, it, the financial planning fee buys us for a year, right? You're not so, charging per email. Like some of these jackasses. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're not charging. I, I had a, that's good. I had a, yeah, I have a buddy that used a attorney and um, he said, he, you know, I was getting her, uh, she was helping him with something and uh, she had, he, called the office and talked to her about something for 30 minutes or whatever it was. And he said a couple, a couple weeks later, he got a bill in the mail for like 180 something dollars for that phone call. Yeah. Um, so yeah, none of that. It buys us for a year. Now, having said that, if we agreed, you know, upon something, you know, at the beginning of the year and then the, the, you know, you won the lottery or you inherited a bunch of money or something, you know, and, it, and the situation changes and we have to spend a lot more time on it. Well, then next year, your fee would be reflective of that. You know what I mean? So um, that's a long-winded way to say. I mean, most people can expect between $2,500 and $7,500 a year. Cool. And and so here's the question that comes to my mind. Can that fee be paid from the retirement account or from the LLC the retirement account owns? No, no, because that would still be considered a withdrawal. Um, but I will I will say if people own a business – um, or some sort of, you know, business entity, if paid through the business entity, uh, it is a tax write-off for the business. Uh, so if paid sure. personally, it's not a tax write-off, but if paid through a business uh, and not the LLC that your IRA owns, because that would be technically com- coming from your IRA, um, it, is, it is a tax write-off. So awesome. if, they're gonna, yeah, if the government's going to give you a tax write-off for it, well, then you're effectively paying me, you know, whatever, 20 or 30% less. So Awesome. Cool. Um, no, I like this. And I mean, there's a ton of questions, obviously, but it, when I get to this point where I just, I know enough to uh, just to let someone know what's possible at that point, then I just want to find someone competent who can handle the rest because uh, then you, then as a real estate agent, you're getting into legal and tax advice, which we don't right. want to do anyways. So right. like, you know, be careful guys in your marketing, just, just at, you know, like we said in the beginning, um, you know, do you have a retirement account? Would you like to learn how to buy more real estate within that account and, you know, have tax benefits? Like I wouldn't get much in much more into it than that. But then, um, Andrew, if, 
you know, we have a client or 10 that wants to do this. How do we reach you? How do we, how do we reach out to you and um, inquire about your services? How can people yeah. find you? Yeah. So, you know, you know, you can go to the website, uh, the website, you'll be able to email me and there's a phone number and everything right there where you can, you, know, you can see the phone number and give us a call. Um, the phone number, uh, you know, it's my assistant who usually picks up the phone. Just tell her, say, Hey, look, you know, this is who I am. This is what I'm looking to talk to him about and just schedule a phone call and we'll talk about, you know, whatever it is. Um, and you, there's also a place on the website where you can input, you know, I'd like a consultation or something like that. And, and then we'll reach out to you if you don't have time to call. Um, but I will say for those that still, <laughs> those that are still listening, um, I, I do go to uh, real estate agencies and offices and give this talk where I will, uh, you know, be in front of your team and your agents or whoever it is and, go, you know, go over all the same, uh, all uh, over all these same things. I have um, articles that I've written about this subject that I'll hand out uh, and then, you know, I'll go over how everything works. I'll answer questions so the agents can be, you know, as knowledgeable as possible about this. And then we also follow up once the agents get the information. Uh, we'll follow up and we'll do uh, seminars or workshops or whatever you want to call them for the uh, consumer. So, you know, if you have a real estate uh, agent's office of 20, 50, 100, 150 agents, uh, and you know, we're, you know, and it's, it's as big as a real estate agency wants to make it right. So, I mean, if you, if y'all rally the troops and say, Hey, look, this could put a lot more money in your pocket. Cause there's a ton of money. There's a ton of people out there with money in their retirement accounts that they don't know that they can purchase real estate with, and we can be the people to give them that information and then help them with that. Right. So you got to think if you had, uh, you know, if you were able to get 30 people or 50 people, uh, let's just, you know, let's say if you had 50 people in the room, if you're able to call current clients, prospective clients, put it on your, you know, on your social medias and stuff and really let the community know that y'all are, you know, that you're doing this. Um, and if y'all got 50 people in there, if those people had an average of $250,000 in their retirement accounts, so they're looking to, you know, potentially invest in real estate, what's 250,000 times 50? Yeah, that, that's a, that's closing a few deals. Yeah, that's a that's a whole lot of money sitting there in that room that y'all can you know that the agents can help them purchase real estate with. Yeah. So you know if people are coming to the, all it takes is a little bit you know some phone calls, some emails, and some social media posts, and doing a little bit of advertising for it to get meet in the seats. Um, and then you get you know you fill a room full of people. I show up. I give the information. I answer questions, and then I leave it to y'all. And so y'all, I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, this gives me the idea of doing like a, you know, a seminar for, you know, for, for people wanting to learn the strategy and you could advertise it, you could record a video, you know, send it out to your email list, you, you could do a Facebook ad to cold to a cold audience or to a warm audience through retargeting. I mean, you could have your brokerage get behind it, you could have sponsors get behind it. Um, yeah, this, it is, this is a joke. It could be huge. And I mean, most seminars we usually will do, you know, we'll, we'll do over a couple nights to give people, you know, cause some people might be able to make it on a Tuesday, some on a Wednesday, some on a Thursday, whatever, you know, give people a couple nights or, or lunches or whatever, whatever time of day you want to do it, you know, um, and give people different times where they can come. And like I said, if you got 50 or a hundred agents in there, if each people, if each agent got two people to come, that's, that's a lot of people. And then, like I said, if each person had an average that showed up, if each person had an average of $250,000 in their retirement account, that's a lot of money sitting in that room that, is, that these people are getting the information and, and potentially ready to deploy uh, to help them purchase real estate. And who do you think is going to help them purchase that real estate? Absolutely. Yeah. You, because you, you invited them and, and were the conduit to where they got this information. Yeah. It, you're building your value prop with the community, with your potential clients by doing this, because th by, by educating, by putting on a seminar that it's free for them to show up to, yep. I mean, sure, you can get some business from it, but but you're also like you're providing something that most other agents never can and never will do. So I love that idea. Let me say something from an agency standpoint too. I want everybody to stop and think about, have you ever heard of any real estate agent agency in your community doing one of these? No, you have not. No. So if your agency is the first person and is the first agency in your town to do this, and really make a big deal out of it and really spread the word and get a lot of people there, boy, does that separate that agency from everybody else. 
I could not agree more. Y'all are the trailblazers. Y'all are the groundbreakers. Y'all are the people that are, you know, hey, we're we're going above and beyond to give people this information and and help them out. And we're bringing in an expert or however you want to sell me to them, you know. But, you know, we're bringing in somebody that can, you know, educate you on this. You know, if y'all are, I do them from, you know, so for most of the time uh, for agencies that want me to speak to their agents, I'd be happy if you want to fly me up, I'll fly up. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, a, a Zoom meeting or something is fine. Um, but obviously a Zoom meeting is not going to do for, you know, if y'all are getting, you know, clients or prospective clients there. So, you know, if you're in, you know, Colorado or wherever else and you want me to come give the talk, fly me up. I'll be happy to give the talk and, and um, you know, hopefully something comes out of it for you. Very cool. So we're going to have all of Andrew's and Atlas Financial's contact info and links in the show notes on massiveagentpodcast.com. But Andrew, what's your website again? What's your URL? It's Atlas, A-T-L-A-S, AtlasFinancialStrategies.com. AtlasFinancialStrategies.com. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I, I love it, man. There's so many different things you could do here. I mean, having having a, a seminar for uh, prospective buyers, uh, I mean, that's huge for, for past clients and, and anybody. Um, advertise it to the general public if you want with Facebook ads, whatever so many different ways you could use this knowledge to sell more homes and help more people and and you're planting seeds. I mean, not everyone's going to be ready to do this today, but maybe they will be two years from now if you're consistent and follow up with them and have a plan in place. So Andrew, thank you so much, man. This is, this is good stuff. Super stoked to, um, to start educating my database about self-directed retirement accounts. And then I know where to send them atlasfinancialservices.com, right? Strategies. Strategies. Uh, sorry, atlasfinancialstrategies.com. Yes, sir. Perfect. Anything else that we, that we didn't cover that, that agents need to know right now or? No, mostly, you know, the things we didn't cover were all, all, you know, all the little rules and stuff. But again, you can just get really bogged down with that. And that's something that, again, the agents don't really need to, you know, worry themselves with too much anyways. But again, I'm I know I'm a minded guy, so that would, that would overwhelm right. me. Yeah. And, and I'm, I know I'm beating a dead horse with this, but seriously, from an agency's perspective, guys, from not only you as an agent, but then your agency that you represent, again, there is nobody in your town that is, that is doing these. You could be the first, bring it up to your broker, bring it up to whoever y'all could, you know, you could be the first people in town to do this. And then I guarantee you, I guarantee you watch the other agencies in your town are going to be, you know, second in line. They're going to be the ones that's like, oh crap, like that was super successful for them. We need to, you know, we, we might need to look at doing something like that, but y'all, y'all blaze the trail. Y'all are the ones that did it first. Um, and then to your point, like you said, you know, those people not my, that show up to the seminar might not be ready to do it right then, but every real estate agent would love for their phone to ring from, you know, from somebody that says, I want to invest in real estate. So, I mean, if you do that seminar and you get people there, again, like we talked about earlier, months later or a year later, somebody might call you and say, hey, I came to that seminar y'all did a while back, you know, about the self-directed IRAs. I'm ready to do that now. I need your help with it. And then, you know, you just had somebody call you that you, uh, you know, you right. planted that seed years ago and now it's, now it's bearing fruit. So it can be super, super powerful guys. If, if people would just take the initiative and, and, you know, take a little bit of effort to advertise for it and get it done. And that's, that's the rub. Like that right there is the rub. I mean, so many people just, they hear something and they're like, that sounds like a great idea. And then they start to sit down to like implement it. And they're like, Ooh, this requires some work some effort. It's more than one Facebook post. It, well, you know, there's some logistics, yeah. but man, this is such a goldmine. Andrew, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Of course. Um, thanks for laying this out for us. Uh, you know, like I'm, I'm really excited to bring this to my database and, and put something together. So we'll definitely be in touch. And anyone listening, Andrew Martin with uh, atlasfinancialstrategies.com. Thank you so much, man. We will be in touch. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Dustin. Absolutely. Such a cool topic. I'm definitely reaching out to a bunch of my past clients as we speak to uh, to broach the subject and just to, to kind of plant that seed and say, hey, if you have money in your retirement account, you could actually buy real estate and have all the tax benefits that your retirement account gives you. You don't have to take the tax hit if you do this right. So I'm going to be Andrew's going to be hearing from me. He's going to be hearing from my clients. I highly recommend you guys educate yourself on this a little bit more. Reach out to Andrew. His team will help. His team's awesome. And you know, let your past clients know 
that this is a, an available option. This is not this is not a small thing, guys. This is a very very big deal. Okay. Did you know that we're 240 something episodes into our Alexa flash briefing? We do a daily flash briefing called the Massive Agent Minute and Every single day, seven days a week, I come out with a new tip, an idea, a strategy, a story, um, a, an update on something, and it's an extension of this podcast. So if you like this show, if you're a regular listener, please go enable our Alexa flash briefing. You you can do it on your Echo device. You could just say – let's see. I, I don't think I unplugged my device. I never freaking do. You say, Alexa, enable Massive Agent Minute, and it does. You can also do this on your Alexa app, even if you don't have a, even if you don't have an Echo device, you could do it on your app on your phone. Yep. Stop. Always listening. But um, the flash briefing is cool. It's a way for for me to stay in touch with you guys every single day with something new, so you're not waiting every uh, you're not waiting for a new show every Thursday. Speaking of which, please go subscribe to the show. The subscribing means that when you um, whenever we come out with a new show, you don't have to remember to go listen. Like sometimes if I don't subscribe to a, a show that I like, I'll, like a month and a half later, I'm like, God damn it. Now I have six shows to catch up on and I forget had I just subscribed, I would have gotten a notification every time they were released. It would automatically download and, and it'd be there. So I wouldn't get behind on the shows that I love. So please go subscribe to on any platform you, you listen to the show. Subscribe to the Massive Agent Podcast. We'd appreciate it very much. And it does help us because it signals to Apple that this show is in demand and it helps us grow our audience and be seen organically in searches more. Cool. As I mentioned before, the Massive Agent Society, guys, just stop reinventing the wheel. Okay. There's so many, there's so many, there's so many people winning with Facebook ads right now. There's so many people who are getting 10, 20 leads a day coming in. And it's because they just copied and pasted what we were doing. All right. It's not really, you can absolutely save the money on, you know, what our program costs, but then you're going to have to go spend more money to figure the shit out. And it's going to take a lot longer. It, it's just one of those things Like you can spend a little bit now and learn how to do it the right way and copy and paste what we've proven to work and start getting leads right now. Or you can take your time. It's totally, and I understand both because I've been, I've been both massiveagentsociety.com. We also, even if you're on a budget and you just want some general real estate marketing and lead generation coaching, we do offer just the coaching option now for 99 bucks a month. So go check that out as well at Massive Agent Society. And then with that program, you're not limited to just one agent or loan officer per market. There are some markets for the full program, for the full society membership that if you're in that market, it's already sold out, unfortunately. We only allow one agent or loan officer per market with that program. With our monthly coaching only option, anyone, anywhere can do it. There's no limit to it. And then you get access to our members only Facebook group. You get access to our weekly coaching calls. I'm in there constantly engaging. Our other members are in there constantly engaging. It's it's a great, great place to network with other agents and loan officers and learn. So if you're looking for real estate lead gen coaching, that's the spot if you're on a budget. Okay. Industrysyndicate.com. One more time. If you don't, uh, if you, if you haven't checked out our other shows that we have in our network, please do. All right. This, even though I think we do a great job with this show, there's a bunch of other great shows for agents, for loan officers, for just general real estate marketing. Please go to industrysyndicate.com if you haven't yet and discover our other shows and then stay tuned because in the next couple of weeks, we're unveiling our app and we ran into a little, uh, little snag with the app because it has to be on Apple's app store. Right. And we found out, Oh, we need this Duns and Bradstreet number, a, a Duns number. So we had to go through this process to get that. We had to incorporate, we had to do all this stuff, but that is now done. And we're, we're cranking along with some finishing touches. So uh, stay tuned for the app. I'm telling you guys, the app's going to change everything that like our website's cool. Cause it tells you which shows are in our network. But the app is going to be really, really special, really, really cool. So stay tuned. Man, there's just a lot going on right now. Guys, I hope, I hope that you take this time today as you're listening to this. I don't, I don't know when you're listening, but I, there's so much opportunity right now in our industry. Okay. And I know we talk about a lot of different strategies, but I need you to focus on what speaks to you. 
If you want to get Facebook leads and you want to focus on just building your database and then following up over time, uh, similar to how I've done it in addition to my content marketing, you need to learn how to generate leads. The Massive Agent Society is great, but you can also educate yourself. That's what I did. It just took a hell of a lot longer and it cost, it cost more in the long run. But I didn't have that money up front, um, or at least I thought I didn't. Um, you just need to take the lead gen into your own hands. That's, that's all that matters. You have to take lead gen into your own hands. You could have the most thriving business right now with, with referrals and past clients and you don't have – maybe you're someone who has no marketing going on. Well, guess what? As demographics change, as society changes and what we expect, um, that's going to dry up. If you, if you are, are a business, I don't care if you're – this is not just a real estate thing. Any business that does not have new customers coming in the door on a regular basis cannot survive long-term. You just can't. So if you're an agent that's relying on just referrals and you have nothing new coming in the door, really, that's a problem. That's a problem. Okay. You need to work on lead generation so you have a more diversified strategy and then you can survive whatever the hell is coming down the road. Because when Amazon gets involved in our industry, however they're going to do it, it's like lights out overnight. Everything changes. Zillow's doing big stuff. Compass is doing big stuff. Like there, there's open door, ridiculous stuff. Take lead generation into your own hands so that you know how to do it. So when the cost of Zillow leads goes through the roof, you don't get priced out. Take it into your own hands. That's all. All right. So this weekend, go sell some homes, go close some loans, but ultimately make a decision to take lead generation into your own hands. Thanks for listening, guys. Take care.